Come on, worship team and walk church family. Thank you for reminding us and leading us and Pastor Dean of the blood of Jesus and the power that is found in this time of communion. And so I'm grateful to be able to celebrate communion alongside our church family in person and online on the first Sunday of the month. Praise God for that opportunity. I'm grateful for this Sunday because it's a brand new day, amen? It's a fresh start. I love that word, Pastor Dean, a fresh start to this new year. And my name is Hayden Ratner. I'm the senior pastor here at Walk Church. And I do want to greet you on behalf of my wife, Nina, our entire ministry team. It really is an honor that you chose to join us here today. It's a big deal that you started your year off with us. And there are some people here for the first time and some new guests. And we, we, we love you. We prayed for you, amen? Specifically, I want to just highlight my sister Jazz right here just for a second. I want to make you feel awkward for a moment. Hey, Jazz, so glad you made it. I saw Jazz a few uh, times throughout the past year and unfortunately even at a funeral of a friend of ours. But she said, I'm going to make it in 2021, I promise you. And you here, you made it, amen? Come on. And so I'm, I'm grateful. Nina and I, we honor you. Thank the Lord for your family. And are so glad that you're here. And really quick, let me just highlight Julianne. Where's Julianne at? She might be in the back. She just got done singing. But let's go ahead and highlight. Oh, she's, she's back there. She's taking a, a quick water break. But she was just singing um, Oh, the Blood on stage just now. And I want to honor you, Julianne, and, and give you a quick shout out. I remember seeing you at this time last year in Mobile, Alabama at a conference I was preaching at. And she told me that she really felt a call to the city of Las Vegas to join Favor City Church and Pastor Joseph and Kristen, but she wasn't quite sure if she was going to do it at the time. She needed God to move her and give her that word, and now I'm thinking, what a good God that you're here worshiping, leading us in worship here. Come on, we have so much to thank the Lord for, amen? The Green family providing a trailer of equipment for Favor City Church, man, Kingdom collaboration at its finest. We honor you guys. So thank you so much, and thank you everybody that's joining us today. We love, honor, and celebrating here at Walk Church. I might spend the rest of my sermon, I'm just going to go through everybody. I'm just going to just start celebrating and honoring. I I feel like doing that. But I want us to go ahead and get to the word that you you came here for the word today. And so today is going to be a quick snapshot into our theme for this month that we call Deepen. Come on, everybody say Deepen. Come on, a little bit louder. Say deepen. Deepen. Come on, how about you join me and say this right now. Say, take me deeper. Take me deeper. That's our prayer for the month of January, for the year 2021 here at Walk Church. We're praying that the Lord would take us deeper. Now, that is a dangerous prayer to pray, but I believe it's the best prayer to pray. I don't want to just live a shallow, riskless, ordinary, risk, just I I never really did anything with it, life, I want to step out and go deeper. And I really believe this is the year for us as a church family, collectively, to go deeper. Now, what does it look like to go deeper? What does it look like to move past the surface, to deepen your relationship with Jesus? We're going to talk about that over the next few weeks, ultimately collaborating with a conference at the end of the month, and it's going to be a sweet time. So I want to talk about this phrase, deepen, just for a moment, and then we're going to work from there. But let me go ahead and pray, and then we're going to jump into the text. Father, I just pray right now that you would do that. God, that you would deepen our relationship with you, our relationship with others. 
And that, God, we would, we would take a step this morning that would lead into this new year with fresh vision, fresh trajectory. God, we would look back at the end of 2021, Lord willing, and say, man, I'm a new me. I'm deeper. I've deepened my relationship. I've deepened my relationships. I've deepened my walk. I've deepened my trust. I've deepened my faith. I've deepened my surrender. I'm better than I was. God, we want to get there. We pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 As we think about this phrase, deepen, in this first installment of this series, we're going to do a, a multiple weeks in talking about this phrase, deepen. The phrase that I want to talk about today, I want to illustrate with a few uh, things on the screen, and maybe you'll, it'll help give you a picture of what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm not that old. I'll go ahead and acknowledge that, but I'm old enough to remember this annoying sound. I'm going to put it on the screen. Tell me if you guys remember this. Let me just put it up on the screen. Does anybody remember this right here? Come on. Give me a hand if you remember. It's so painful. Is anybody else cringing? Right? And you're just waiting for him to get here? Like, can you just get there already, bruh? And then you're like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm halfway there. Let's finish it so we can just get online. Right? Another, another image that just makes me cringe, I just can't stand, is this right here. Let me show it to you. Come on, does anybody just hate the wheel of death? Come on, you're, you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying, to, you're trying to load it up. And you get this, please wait. Come on, nobody has time to wait, amen? Right, we need that 5G, LTE, whatever that stuff means. Come on, I want to get there quick, all right? Hate this sign right here. No Wi-Fi, what? We need that connection, amen? That, that connection that is, is sturdy. I want all, all four bars, all right? I want the dot, and I want this one, and I want to go to the next level, and I want this one, all right? Come on. Can anybody relate? Or is it just me? I want to go, I want to, I want to, I want to have a deep connection, right? If I were to title this first message with a specific subject, it would be this, deepen my connection, deepen my connection. We value connection here at, at Walk Church. We value connection in life. Come on. We value speed. We want to have a clear, interrupted frequency. We want to be able to get there and get there quick, especially today, right? We, it's like a one-second buffer time or else we're tapped out. Nothing can screw up a mood like a bad buffer. Amen. Look how far we've came, right, where we used to get that AOL screen and just, you know, you had to plug in the Ethernet cord. Anybody remember that, the phone cable on your big old box computer? Those were the days, Deck. Come on, man. You remember those? Had the floppy disk? Boop. All right. Deepen my connection. That's what we're talking about. How do you deepen your connection with God this year? Because I want to deepen my connection with God this year. I don't want to have bad connection with God where it's like, I think my prayer went over here and over there and up and around and I don't know, I think it may have got to him. I want to deepen my connection with God. I want to have good access. I want to get right there. We're going to talk about that Right now, let me give you a defining reality statement for this series as we just set the tone for it. Here's what we believe here at Walk Church. We believe that prayer 
deepens our connection with God, and fasting disconnects us from the world. We believe that prayer deepens this connection with God. It's in the prayer meeting. It's in the personal prayer closet. It's in this relationship with God through the vehicle of prayer that we deepen our connection with Him. And it's through fasting that we disconnect from the world. And these things are constantly working against each other. We find in the Bible, Jesus gives us these two action steps, prayer, fasting, prayer, and fasting, as the two items, the recipe, the prescription, the playbook to deepen your connection with God. If today you would come here at Walk Church, you would not be alone if you were to say, hey, you know what, I feel like my connection with God isn't that deep. I feel like my connection with God isn't too good. I've heard that before. As a pastor, I hear that from people. Hey, Pastor Hyden, I feel like my connection's not really there with God. I mean, I feel like we're like cool. We're acquaintances. I feel like he knows who I am, but I don't know if I'm connected. Well, you came to the right church, amen? This is what we're talking about. Josiah, we're talking about going deeper, amen? We want to deepen our connection with God. Let me go ahead and define this phrase, deepen, for us. So we just all be on the same page. This is an introductory sermon to the series. The word deepen is really just the verb of the word deep. If you look up the word deepen, it means to go deep. Deep is an adjective. It means extending far down from the top or surface. I really sensed the Lord put this phrase on my heart last year in 2020 as we kicked off the year where God was just calling me and I felt like he was calling our church to just move past the surface. I feel like I'm so tired of serviceable Christianity. And I feel like everybody else is too. Serviceable Christianity looks like this. I go to church maybe once a month. I don't really give anything because it requires too much. I maybe stand and I maybe sing, but it depends if I like the song or not. I maybe comment on social media. I, I may actually go to charge group. I don't know. I kind of have this Christian thing down. I think I love Jesus, right? It's all just very serviceable. You're in the kitty section of the pool. And that's okay to be there. It, it's okay. You just can't stay there. Amen? Come on, am I talking to anybody? I know for me, I, I had a season of my life where I was in the surface, I'm in the kiddie pool, and I felt like God was saying, come on out here just a little bit further. Come on, take a step. And that's what it means to go deep. It means to extend beyond the surface. And if you're open to that, I want to invite you to go deeper with us this month. And I believe that this is the month that's going to set the trajectory for the rest of the year. Regardless of what happens in 2021, we're on the right path. Our connection with God is deeper through prayer and through fasting. We find that on display in the Bible. In, the, in, in a sermon that Jesus once preached in Matthew chapters 5 through 7, you guys may be familiar with it, it's called the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount it kicks off in Matthew chapter 5, and one of the things Jesus says in Matthew 5 at the beginning, he says, when you pray. Come on, just say this with me. And when you pray. Look at the person next to you and say, when you pray. When you pray. What, what, what do you get when you read that? What do you hear? What do you see? This is not an option, amen? 
Prayer was not something that Jesus thought, that's a good idea for maybe you to do sometime. He uses the word when. Jesus had this expectation that people would be praying people. That disciples would be praying disciples. He looks at his disciples, he looks at the crowd, and he goes, all right, now when you pray, in other words, he's expecting people to be praying. He goes on from there, and he uses this phrase four other times. He says, and when you pray, don't pray like the hypocrites do, because they like to pray in front and be seen by everybody so that everybody can say, ooh, they're a prayer warrior. You don't need to do that. He says, actually, you can go into your closet. You can shut the door. Nobody will see you. You don't have to even do a story of yourself in my prayer closet, right? You don't have to tell everybody. He says, actually, God himself will meet you in that prayer closet and, and encounter you in that prayer closet and then deepen your connection with him. He says, when you pray, that's what you get. He says, and when you pray, pray like this. And then he gives us the Lord's Prayer. Maybe you're familiar with the Lord's Prayer. You can find it right there in Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. He says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. In other words, Jesus is saying, pray like this. When you pray, pray like this. Glorify God and praise him. Surrender your will to his will. Ask for his forgiveness. Ask him to meet your daily needs and ask him to protect you on this journey away from the enemy. He says, pray like this. But oftentimes what I've found is we can actually lean into the subject of prayer and learn about the Lord's Prayer and learn about the when you pray moments and actually agree with it. But did you know, check this out, I'm going to give you a, a, a tip here. Did you know that the sermon goes on after the when you pray content? Jesus doesn't stop the sermon and conclude there. He, he goes on, after all the prayer language, into verse 16. Let's look at it together. Matthew 6, verse 16. Come on, now say these four words with me. Ready? And when you fast. The, the audience was significantly less at that moment right there. I heard a couple of y'all. Come on, do you, any, anybody dare try it again? Ready? One, two, three. And when you fast. This is mind-blowing and challenging and convicting that the Lord himself expected fasting to be a regular part of the disciples' life. It wasn't, and when you pray, and if you fast. It wasn't, and when you pray, and hopefully you fast. Jesus put them on the same page of the same sermon. In other words, Jesus had this expectation that the church would be praying, the church would be fasting, and the church would be deepening their connection with God and disconnecting from the world. Prayer deepens our connection with God. We get deeper. We move past the shallow. We get in touch with God. And fasting disconnects us from the world so that we don't have the same distractions. We don't have the same influence. We don't have the same things clutching at our heels. That's what we're called to have. He says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. What a cheap reward, too. Their reward is this. Wow, that person's fasting. That can't be the motivation. Truly, I say to you, they've received the reward. But when you fast, another when you Anoint your head, wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. He says, and your Father 
who sees in secret will reward you. Amen? Love how the father that we are talking about is a father who loves to reward his children and he's able to see in the secret places. So check this out. You're not going to hide anything from him. He already knows. He knows your struggles. He knows your dietary plan. He knows your goals for 2021. He knows your workout regime or lack thereof, right? He knows your heart. He knows if you're in the deep end or the shallow end. And he knows and he loves you and he wants you. And not some super cleaned up you, but the real you, the you that's in here today. The jacked up you. The sinful you. He wants you. He wants to deepen his connection with you. He wants that. And he's giving you two different ways for you to deepen your connection. He says, when you pray and when you fast. This idea has led us to do something that we're calling 21 days of prayer and fasting. 21 days of prayer and fasting. You were like, well, man, can we just do like seven days? Well, I don't know who came up with this idea, but somebody once said that it takes three weeks or 21 days to develop a habit or to break a habit. And what we want to do is we want to develop some holy habits. We want to develop some habits that help us deepen our connection with God and disconnect from the world. What are we going to do? We're going to spend 21 days in prayer and 21 days in fasting. I want to invite you. No, come on, somebody. I want to challenge you. I want to put this challenge before you in a very real way. What would it look like for you to take us up on 21 days of prayer and fasting? For you to say, okay, starting tomorrow. When does it start? Monday. Come on, everybody say Monday. Monday. When does it start? You still got some time, all right? You got some time to figure this thing out. You can have a wrestling match with God all afternoon. Say, God, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I can do it. And hear the Holy Spirit say, yes, you can. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Here's what needs to happen. You need to deepen your connection with God and you need to disconnect from the world. Fasting is saying no to something physical to say yes to something spiritual. If you want to deepen your connection with God, he gives us the playbook to see that happen. So 21 days of prayer and fasting. I want to point you to a resource that is uh, prayerfully going to help us do that. If you go to the website, walkchurch.com slash deepen, all right? Or if you just go to walkchurch.com, right on the front, you'll see this phrase, 21 days. And this is a web page that we developed, 21 days prayer and fasting. So here's what's going to happen on this web page. You can also find this. We're going to push this out on our Walk Church app. We're also going to post these on our social media accounts every morning. Every day for the next 21 days, we're going to push out a prayer point that our whole church and everybody who's taken the 21-day challenge is going to be praying over, right? So tomorrow, I'll give you the first one. It's going to be deep in my love for God. So tomorrow, we're going to be praying all day. God, deepen my love for you. Help me to love you better. Help me to love you more. Help me to fall more in love with you this year. 
deepen my love for God. But not only is it going to be a prayer point that we're all going to pray about, but we're also going to be pushing out a daily devotional that our staff has been writing for our church. So there's 21 devotionals that we're going to push out with the prayer topic every day. We want you to read this devotional. It'll help you deepen your connection with God. Every devotional ends with a prayer and an action step. Amen? Because we want to move past the shallow. We want to go deeper. I, I'm going to ask you to, to carve out eight minutes to read the devotional, to pray, and to ask God to deepen your relationship with him. Would you be willing to commit? Right? That's for the 21 days of prayer points and prayer topics. And then there's this also helpful resource on fasting. We put just a little bit of content from the Bible, some scriptures that help you understand the topic of fasting. I know fasting is a confusing topic. It's, it's hard to digest. It's hard to understand. It also gives you four different options of what fasting looks like. So there's, there's partial fast. There's complete fast, so completely from food, and, and then you just have liquids involved. Then there's I'm fasting from a specific type of food. I know last year I fasted from all drinks outside of water. That was my fast. As a drinks guy, for example, for me, I like, I like flavored teas. I like lemonade. I like soda. I know it's bad. Pray for me, okay? I like those things, all right? It was so hard 21 days to only do water. I still ate food, but I did a partial fast last year. I'm, about, I'm, I'm still praying about my 21-day fast that I'm kicking off tomorrow. I just know it's going to be something. There's different fasts we see in the Bible, like the Daniel fast. Daniel fasted, and in the book of Daniel, you can find his fast. And he said, hey, here's what I'm going to fast for the next three weeks. He said, I'm only going to eat fruits and veggies and drink water. That was his fast. I'm not sure what your fast is, but I want to encourage you and challenge you for the next 21 days to identify a fast and go for it. And trust God and believe that he's going to deepen your connection with him. But if you just fast and you don't couple it with the prayer and the word and the worship and the devotional, what you're doing is you're just starving yourself for no reason. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Right? Like in a few, uh, uh, after our 11 o'clock service, come on, praise God, we're celebrating a baptism. Our brother Jake is getting baptized. Come on, I'm excited for that. But we spent time helping him understand why he's getting baptized. Because if you get baptized and don't know why, it's just a cheap bath. If you fast and don't go to God in its place, it's just a diet. I'm all for dieting, do what you got to do. But this is not just a diet. This is a deepening my connection with God and disconnecting from the world. Fasting disconnects you because what happens is when you get that crave, when you, when you feel that hunger come upon you, what that is, it's a light bulb moment. It's a trigger. What does it trigger? This is my moment to go to God. This is my moment to pray. This is my moment to, to seek him. You know what? Oh, I'm really feeling that, that hunger, that, that pull. All right, this is my moment to go open the word. That's the reminder I needed. Let me go ahead and man doesn't just live off bread alone, but every word that comes from God. Come on, everybody say, let's eat. Right? We're going to eat from the word this year.
Maybe when you feel that, that, that hunger, you go, okay, I'm going to read the proverb. Maybe when you feel that hunger, you go, okay, let me open the website or the app. Let me find that devotional. Maybe when you feel that hunger, let me go ahead and put on my favorite worship song so I can worship the Lord right now. There's something about prayer and fasting together that's dynamite, explosive power in your walk with Jesus. Maybe the reason why you haven't gotten to that place that you can see yourself there, I see myself with God, I just haven't got there. Here's why, because you're, you're disconnected from God. And you're probably more connected to the world. But if you can switch that up, prayer and fasting is going to help you do that. I think you'll be glad that you did. When I think about this phrase connection, I, 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 I want us to deepen our connection. Let me define the phrase connection for you. Connection is this. A relationship in which a person, thing, or idea is linked or associated with something else. The reason why I love connection is because what I'm saying here is this. We want to be linked to God. Let me ask you this. You don't have to answer out loud. Who, who are you linked to? What are you linked to? What are you more linked to right now? You might be so linked to your favorite sports team, it's hard for you to even focus right now. Or you might be so linked to a specific food item or a specific drug or a specific sin that you can't be linked to God because you're so linked to this. You're connected. And my prayer for these next 21 days is that our connection changes. We have a relationship with a person. His name is Jesus, amen? And we get linked to him through prayer and fasting. Prayer is a direct line to you and God. And you have access through Christ. Fasting is saying no to the physical. I'm not even going to say no to it. To say yes to the spiritual. Disconnecting 21 days. The disciple John was one of Jesus' closest disciples. At least John tells us that he was the disciple that Jesus loved. He was in love with the fact that Jesus loved him. I love that right there. And John tells us in 1 John chapter 2, these words, these are challenging words right now, but hey, we're going past the shallow, amen? If you don't want to go past the shallow, put your earmuffs on, all right? Because this is a beyond the shallow verse. It says, do not love the world or the things in the world. Oh my gosh. Should I continue or not? Keep going. It's your fault. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the Father but is from the world. And friends, check this out. The world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of the Father will be satisfied. These verses right here are, are challenging to me because I, I find myself so quickly getting pulled into the ways of the world. And then I begin to grow a love and an attachment and a link to the things of the world. But what I realize is when I'm there, I miss the love of the Father. 
right? So you could be in the world, no doubt. We're called to be in the world. Who modeled that best? Jesus. Jesus came down into the world. He was in the world, but he wasn't of the world. He wasn't defined by the world. He, he, he wasn't even moved by the world. He was, in fact, moving the world, right? And so, so God steps down into the world to save the world, and he puts us as mission agent rescuers him, like, like him, filled with his presence and power to be in the world, but not of the world. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, come on, any, does anybody else have fleshly desires or just me? Can I be transparent? Sometimes my flesh rises up. I find myself throughout the week apologizing to people, sorry, that was the flesh, that, was, that wasn't the spirit. Sometimes you got to apologize to your kids, that was the flesh. Sometimes you got to apologize to your spouse, that was the flesh. Sometimes you got to apologize on social media, come on somebody, amen, that was the flesh. The desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes, ooh, I want that, ooh, I like that, ooh, I want to watch that. And the pride of life, pride says, I don't need God, I just need me. It's all about me. These are not from the Father, but from the world. And friend, the world is passing away. Has anybody ever told you that like 2020 did? That only one life will soon be passed, but only what's done for Christ will last. And so I want to ask you, where's your connection at today? Are you more connected to the world or are you more connected to the Father? And if today you would say, you know what, I want to deepen my connection to the Father, 21 days of prayer and fasting, with a devotional and the Word. To complement all that, here's what I know. Check this out. I'm not hoping. I know. I know that I know that I know. Ask me if I know. I know that you'll be better for it. I know that our church will be better for it. I know that our city will be better for it. I know that there will be better husbands, better dads, better moms, better wives, better bankers, better school teachers. Come on, Jazz, better doctors, better athletes, better realtors, because we're going deeper with God. We're better worshipers, better pastors. Come on, some, right? Like, we need this time. This is a fresh start. This is the start we needed. So I'm going to ask you to do three things, all right? Today, three things. I'm going to ask you to do three things today, and then I'm going to close this out in prayer. All right? If you're ready, say ready. ready. Here's the three. I'm going to put them up on the screen. The first one is commit. Everybody say commit. Commit. I'm asking you today to commit. Because if you just say, you know what, that was a good idea, I'll consider it, you ain't going to do nothing. I love you enough to tell you that. You're not going to do it. You'll probably come back next week and say, oh, yeah, forgot about that. No, no, no. Commit. Come on, everybody say commit. If you're online, put it in the chat. Commit. One more time loud. Commit. Look at the person next to you and say, commit. Commit. Don't play around with this thing. The minute you leave here, the devil's going to start distracting you with the world. You got to look at the devil and say, I'm already committed, bruh. Dude, I'm already in a commitment. You ever had to tell somebody, sorry, I can't make it. I already have a commitment. Now you have one. 
They have a previous commitment. What, what's your commitment? 21 days of prayer and fasting. You want to join me? <laughs> Commit. That's, that, that's what we need to do. That's what I started hitting the, the, the baristas at Dutch Bros with in Starbucks. Oh, so what are you doing this year? 21 days of prayer and fasting? <laughs> They're like, all right, here's your drink. Bye. Right? Let's do it. Let's commit. Amen? Anything that's worth value requires commitment. Amen? Give a, give a marriage tip to Alina, right, and Arias, who just got engaged. Come on. Praise God. Amen? Y'all got to commit. Amen? Arias is like, I committed. I put a ring on it. Praise God, bro. Amen? You got to commit. When it comes to prayer and fasting, you got to commit. Trust me, 21 days, they might as well call it prayer and slowing. There's nothing fast about fasting. I got a love-hate relationship with fasting, man. It is hard stuff. You need the Lord. You got to commit. Commit to it. Commit to it. Number two, create. Come on, everybody say create. create. One more time, create. create. Here's, my, here's my encouragement. Create a plan. Commit to it and create a plan. Commit to it, create a plan. I want you to take some time the rest of today and create a plan. Figure it out. Say, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I committed. I went to church today. I gave my commitment letter. I'm all in. Now i got to create a plan. So you got to think through your 21 days. Some of you may have health issues that limit your ability to fast from certain things. If that's the case, then be wise. Trust the Lord and say, okay, God, I'm, I'm not going to fast from these specific things because I need these specific things, but I'm going to fast from these specific things because I still want to com commit. If you have specific things in your context that requires you from not being able to physically fast certain areas, be creative with it. And if you just have to start at like a level one, like maybe you're not ready to say, okay, I'm going to do the Daniel fast. I'm only doing uh, lettuce and veggies and fruit. Maybe you're like, I'm not ready to do that yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready to cut out sweets. It might help you. Maybe you say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'll give you Nina, my wife, last year she fasted from, from bread. She said, I'm cutting out all bread for 21 days. And that's a hard fast. I once heard of somebody who said, you know what? I'm going to fast from Starbucks for all 21 days. I remember um, the person said back, they said, man, wow, that's going to be hard to cut out coffee for that long. And they said, I'm not cutting out coffee. It's just Starbucks. <laughs> I once heard of somebody who said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to fast from marijuana for 21 days. That was one of the weirdest ones I've heard. <laughs> it's like, how do I even respond right now? Do it. <laughs> Just do it. 21 days. Get creative. Ask God. Ask God. Get in prayer. Get on your knees and say, Jesus. What do you want me to fast from? 
biblical fasting has always had a food component to it, but God might say fast from social media. God might say fast from so many hours on your phone. God might say fast from sexual sin and do it for life. <laughs> Go beyond 21 days, amen? But I've learned that if you do it for 21 days, you might not go back to it ever. Depends if you're going to commit or not. Depends if you're going to create a plan or not. God, I want to create a plan. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Maybe you might say, I'm fasting lunch every day. Create a plan around it. If you say, all right, I'm not going to eat until 10 a.m. every day. I don't know. I'm just giving you options so you have stuff to think through. Amen? Commit, create, and this third and final one was discipline. Discipline. you got to discipline yourself. To live out the Christian life and to really live it out, discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Here's what Paul writes to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. He says it like this. He says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Paul was saying, hey, we're in this thing to win it, amen? Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I say it with me, I discipline. Come on, say it with me. I discipline. One more time, say I. Discipline. I discipline my body and keep it under control. Paul says, in order for me to disconnect from the world, in order for me to connect with God, I have to discipline my body. I have to keep it under control. And I need the Holy Spirit. And I need accountability. And I need church. And I need prayer meetings. And I need devotionals. I need all of it hitting me all day long because I'm going in, I'm going to run to win the race. I'm going to go all 21 days. I'm not stopping at 16. I'm going to win the race. Amen. You got to commit. You got to create and you got to discipline. Figure out what you got to discipline yourself with. Maybe it looks like going to bed at a certain time. Maybe it looks like waking up early at a certain time. Maybe it looks like, okay, I can't hang out with this person because every time I hang out with this person, I go do this. You got to discipline yourself. Maybe I say, I can't watch this show because every time I watch this show, I. You got to discipline yourself. Whoever promised you that the Christian life is easy lied to you. This requires discipline. It, re it requires commitment. And yet God says, if you commit your plans to me, they'll succeed. So if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing. Commit, create, and discipline yourself for the next 21 days and see God move, amen? This upcoming Wednesday, just a couple days from now, January 6th, 2020, we're having our first Wednesday prayer right here at the Walk Church Warehouse. What if you disciplined yourself to make it? What if you said, I'm going to commit, I'm going to be here for prayer. I'm going to come for prayer night. Nothing's going to stop me. I'll be here. I'm deepening my relationship with God. And check this out. Not only are we doing it next Wednesday, we're doing it every Wednesday. So, so every Wednesday prayer, we moved from first Wednesday prayer to every Wednesday prayer. 
And I don't know if you're committed or not, but I'm asking you to commit. It's just going to be an hour-long time where we pray and worship, pray and worship, pray and worship, pray and worship. This is what the prophet Joel said in Joel chapter 2. Joel began prophesying about what his people would do. He says, yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Return the Lord to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He relents over disaster. God wants to meet you in this time. In the book of Acts chapter 13, Acts 13 too, the church came together. They prayed and they fasted while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. Come on, I want to have a prayer night, Vashon, while we're worshiping and fasting. The Holy Spirit shows up and says, set apart for me somebody. I'm sending them out to plant a church. I'm sending them out to start a ministry. I'm sending them out to do something. Come on. He, the, the Holy Spirit showed up at the prayer meeting and said, set apart Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them. What a moment. After fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. This is the church, amen? This is the church. Where is this stuff? We don't even know what this means anymore. This doesn't happen, but it could. It could happen right here in Las Vegas in the city of Him. If you believe it, we could start today. Commit, create, discipline. And lastly, I'll just go ahead and announce this right now and then I'll step off the stage. Uh, at the end of this month, or right before that, we have our Deep In Conference. I'm super fired up about this. We're moving past the surface on Saturday, January 23rd, and then again on Sunday the 24th. We're going to have a variety of guest speakers, Pastor Ed and Kathy from one of our partner churches in Mobile, Alabama. Redemption Church will be here one of my favorite kingdom couples, Ed, is going to take us to a new place in his preaching. Um, Nina and I are going to host. Pastor Josh from Portland will be down. He's going to be sharing. Vernon Fox is coming back. He's going to be sharing. It's going to be a time where we're going deeper, amen? I want you to carve out the 23rd, Saturday, and then church on the 24th. Make sure you're here and bring somebody, amen, because we're going deeper. If you got all that, say, I got it. If you receive it, say, I receive it. Come on, if you believe it, say, I believe it. If you want God to do it, say, do it. Father, we ask you to do it right now. Take us deeper. Take us deeper. Come on, pray that prayer with me right now. Take us deeper. Take me deeper, God. Wherever you would call me, Lord. Spirit, lead me, God. Just in this moment of prayer, with all heads bowed and all eyes closed, Vashon, if you can sing that over us, we'll make this song our prayer for this moment.
our prayer today, God. We want to go deeper. We want to go deeper. We want to go deeper. If you don't know Jesus, today's the day to get to know him. Today's the day just say, Jesus, I love you. I need you. I receive you. I believe you. I want you. I believe you died on the cross for my sins, all of them. I confess that you are my God. I confess that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, and you are He. I believe you rose from the grave, defeating death and hell and Satan. And I believe you're coming back again. And today I'm with you, and you're with me. And I am yours, and you are mine. Oh, Jesus, help me, God. Help me, Jesus. Fill me with your presence. Fill me with your power. Fill the room with your presence. Fill the room with worship. God, deepen our connection with you this year. As we disconnect from the world, we deepen with you, God. We love you. God, we honor you. And we really do need you. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Do it, Lord. Amen.